12 minutes past eight, and that is our first song of the second hour. Your choice, big, fat, juicy. And what are we looking at? It's 12 minutes past eight, and the song was none other than Beatenberg with Raphael, the choice of Sonto from Rustenberg. A couple of messages coming in with regards to all sorts of things, the heat, but also... <laughs> Uh, 60 and sexy. Someone says there is nothing sexier than my 70-year-old hubby cooking in the kitchen. Good food and suave good looks. Divine. We, of course, are asking what is he wearing when he's in the kitchen cooking and 70. Kevin sent us a message saying good morning. In other news, I'm taking a long drive from Cape Town to Joburg and I'm keeping cool with no air conditioning. Kevin, you must be dying. I'm keeping cool by, I stop, I water down my shirt and the cool air makes the shirt feel like ice and it works like a charm. Have a great day. Kevin, we really feel for you in this heat driving without air conditioning all the way and uh, we will be playing your choice of Big Fat Juicy a little bit later. So keep listening and good luck is what we can say to you. So... At this time of the morning, I stand up and uh, I look at all our producers who are busy thinking and we go, it's time to take a deep, big, fat breath. So we go. And then we do it one more time, girls. That's it. Zalma, you too. And down. And what does that mean? It's time for a breath of fresh air. Yep, and today we are talking to young matriculants getting through school in a time of COVID. What did that mean? Wow, we learn a lot from them. On the line, we've got Azra Ibrahim, 18 years old, going to study law or psychology, apparently, at UKZN from the Open Air Special School. Azra, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Azra, I hope you took a big fat breath of fresh air as well. Yes, I did. You did? <laughs> Azra, obviously this is a, an extraordinary time, and I think that part of the celebration of students is maybe even less than the amazing results that they got, but also just about the challenge of the last two years and what you've learned over the last two years. What were the challenges with regard to COVID, and, and how did you deal with it? What do you think was meant... Uh, helped you get through the time? Well, um, going to a special school, there were, besides COVID, the regular COVID regulations having to be followed, we had to have extra precautions because of the nature of various disabilities. And it was very difficult. A lot of uh, learners were unable to attend school because of the nature of their disabilities, and they missed out on a lot of work. And we had to do distance learning, which was difficult, especially for subjects with math and um, other languages. And what really helped me get through it was support from my family and friends and my teachers who really worked very hard to get us where we are today. Azra, you talk about a special school, and I'm glad that you mention it. For our listeners, what is a special school? What does it mean for the students? Who are the students that attend? And how critical was uh, the last two years with regard to the changes, etc.? Well, with regard to my school, it's special in the sense that it caters for students with physical disabilities, from okay. visual impairments to various other conditions, 
um, we cater for various disabilities. There are, and there are various facilities, such as we have a medical unit and there's a physiotherapy department and a speech department, which all make sure that the learners' needs are met at all times. I would imagine that this has been a year of enormous anxiety for many of the students. I'm sure you felt anxious at many times. What helped you get through that? Staying motivated helped me to overcome all the hurdles, such as COVID and personal issues and any other things that came in the way as well. Okay, and, and, and how, did, how did you resolve that? Well, I remembered the goal at the end, yeah. achieving the goal, breaking the stigma of having a disability, and making everyone proud. And making yourself proud, I'm sure, at the same time, hey? Yes. Okay, so, Azra, you have succeeded, you have got through matric, and you are now going to go and study further. Tell us a little bit about your choice of study and why. I chose law because I would like to follow in the footsteps of my mother yeah. and psychology because it's always been an interest of mine. I find it very interesting. Yeah. Are you excited? Yes, I'm very excited. Well, we look forward to seeing you, A, becoming either a lawyer, maybe a psychologist, and even if it's neither, we uh, wish you the very, very best as you move forward in, a, in, a, in your journey. And once again, congratulations. I think overcoming many of the challenges that you had to overcome really does demonstrate a strength both to you and your parents. So well done, Azra. Thank you. We're going to go to another student in a moment. First, we'll take a break, but then we're going to go down to uh, Ziad Banderka from the Western Cape, who was from the matric class of Rondebosch Boys High School. At SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. Taking you into a breath of fresh air. This, of course, is where we look at young people in the country, what they're doing, how they're engaging, and certainly the stories that have come to us over the year or two that we've been doing this feature have been extraordinary and make us remember and remind us just how amazing young people are at making a difference in their world and in our world as well. Ziad Banderka is of the matric class of 2021 at Rondebosch Boys. Ziad, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Okay, so just tell us what you did. In fact, demonstrate what you did when you got your results. When I got my results, I... Well, actually, when it was announced that I came first in the country for math, I completely freaked out on stage at the event. Um, (laughs) It was the last thing that I was expecting, actually. And I thought maybe I could get, like, third place physics because we knew which categories were, were being awarded. And then they announced math, and I was in complete shock. In fact, I'm still processing it. Um, and then Friday morning when I got my results, I was delighted. I achieved my goal of nine distinctions, um, a high average. So I'm just at such a great sense of relief and gratitude now that all the hard work has paid off. Ziad, what do you think? You talk about gratitude. What do you think was the support structure that helped you get those nine distinctions and you know not many kids have that opportunity I imagine so how do we help kids from around the country do what you did yes so definitely my support structure was 
was huge. It came from friends who would support me throughout the whole exam period. Um, the family at home would make sure I have everything that I need. School, obviously, giving us access to um, quality education, even in times of COVID, when um, most learners around the country didn't have the resources to learn online and things like that. So I'm really grateful that I could have this kind of support structure, but I think South Africa needs to focus on two things. Number one, having equal access to education. And number two, after having equal access, it needs to be equal quality for everybody. Mm. And after we achieve that, then we can see the bright future that we that we have in our sights. Siad, you are now going to go and study actuarial science. How are you feeling about that? Do you feel any kind of anxiety or do you think now that you came number one in maths in the country that you could take this on and make sure that it's a happening thing? There's always an element of anxiety, especially when you're doing such a, um, an intensive degree, but it's more excitement because actuarial science combines my passion for math and accounting and finance all into one. So I'm sure. just mainly excited to go ahead and take on the challenge and enjoy it. Did you and your friends party? It was night, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of screaming and shouting for joy, I have no doubt. Yes, definitely. We were all delighted with our results and that um, all of our hard work paid off and it's all over now and we can move on to the next chapter in our lives. What would you like to say to your teachers in closing? Yeah, my teachers, they have been absolutely incredible. They've been more than just teachers to me. Um, we've all developed such strong relationships um, with them and they managed to keep us motivated when we were down. They managed to help us when we thought everything was going wrong and against us. Um, our teachers really went out of their way, especially during 2021, to make sure that we were good for the final exams, taking time out of their own personal time to stay at school to help us. It, they really did an incredible job, and I can never thank them enough for what they've done, uh, especially the past two years during COVID. Ziad, we uh, appreciate that shout out to your teachers because I think uh, at this time now is a time to say teachers are doing extraordinary work. I'd like to ask you this in closing as we go to our last uh, guest is obviously one of the debates at the end of the year, which must have made all of you anxious, was the issue of whether matric results should be released on media platforms. What is your take and what are your uh, peers feeling about that particular issue? Yes, I think... um Amongst us, we had a lot of um, mixed responses. Yeah. For me personally, um, our ID numbers and our exam number—sorry, um, our ID numbers and our names—are not published on. Hello. So. Sorry. Sorry. I we, think that was. Say, say that again, Ziad. We missed you for a second there. Our ID numbers and our names are not published. It's only our exam numbers, which. Yeah. And nobody knows my exam number, for instance. Yeah. So from that sense, it's kept quite private to me. Yeah. However, some of the students argued that um, <clears throat> the exam numbers amongst our school, we can work out who has what exam number because the end of the number just changes by one as you go along the alphabet at the school. So there was some debate, but I think that it should be published so that people who are overseas on holiday or couldn't go to school to get their results can have easy access via the newspapers or 
online media to get their results as soon as it comes out. Ziad, we wish you all the best uh, in your studies as you go into your first year at university. And congratulations, number one in mathematics. I can't even imagine how one gets that. He is from Rondebosch Boys High School, shouting out to his teachers for the amazing work they did. And he'll be studying, of course, actuarial science at UCT. That question of uh, the release of matric results, one of the students, Anneli Spies, wrote matric, and she took on the education department over publishing her results, uh, in, whether they should be publishing the results in the media and uh, stating that it was still important. But uh, we did manage to get a recording of her as well. Good morning, my name is Andy Spies and I attended at the Reformierde School Dirk Bosma. Firstly, I know there's a lot of people that don't, ha- don't have the facilities to go on an online platform. So to be in the newspaper itself gave a few metrics out there chance to also see them, their marks and how they did. For me, it was important and also I think there is a lot of people who could have maybe moved in the time, in the uh, the festive time, maybe moved to another province or so. So for it to be published in the um, newspapers, it was important for them to have access to their their marks. I I really think it's a a very nice tradition in in South Africa. You, You can have this piece of paper for your whole life, um, show it to your kids how it looked in in um in your days. <laughs> My dad is a reforms lawyer, uh, so uh, that made it a little easier. And also, um, a reform likes it to to use um, applicants that are actually experiencing the problem problem. So it made me um the right applicant because I was in P- Port Elizabeth and not near my school. I think it's important to know that if you think something is wrong uh, or someone made a wrong decision, I think it's a good thing to speak up. For all our younger de- generation, we are the, the future of South Africa and uh, that's why I think it's important uh, to remember to speak up. Um, if, you f- if you feel this is going to damage or this is going to take away traditions, Thanks to the uh, online platforms and the newspaper, I was able to see that I do have enough marks uh, to qualify for the University of the Free State. I'll be um, studying agriculture and my ultimate plan will be to go on, on my own farm and and farming with my own animals and crops and so. Uh, but I'll see what the future holds and yeah, if I get any job opportunity after my um, studying. For the matrix of 2022, my advice would be um, to to really focus on your work. Don't let the circumstances around you um, take your focus off, off your work because yeah, it, it really pays off at the end. In short, work hard and uh, speak up.